Welcome to the Harvest House Church Sermon of the Week podcast. Our vision is to empower each person to know God, experience freedom, and discover their purpose to make a difference. Enjoy the message from this past Sunday. Good morning. So good to see all of you. Some some great friends of mine uh, surprised me this morning. They're on the front row, Aaron and Jordan Barnes from High Point. Let's give it up for them. <clears throat> and then Noble's brother-in-law came too. So we got some, some High Point peeps up in here this morning. High Point, yeah, I hear a few shout outs. Before we launch, I really feel like the Lord wants to commission some people in this room this morning. There's an invitation to go deeper. There's always an invitation to go deeper through obedience. And obedience is a key that unlocks. Obedience is what is able to move us forward into things where we trust God more and give God more and offer God more of ourselves. So let's Let's just dedicate this few minutes that we have to the Lord. God, we just want to give you this morning, all of it. And like we've been singing, we just want to give you all. just want to give you everything. Holy Spirit, will you lead us into truth this morning? Will you guide us into it? so that we can live there and we can be obedient to whatever you ask us to do. I just yield my mouth, I yield my life to you and would just ask you to use me. Give us ears to hear and eyes to see in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Yes. Well, we're going deeper. There's a quote by Oswald Chambers that I wanna start out with. Our Lord's first obedience was to the will of his Father, not to the needs of men. The saving of men was the natural outcome of his obedience to the Father. Just think about that. Jesus was so obedient to the Father that he only did what he saw his Father doing. He only said what what he heard from his Father. And it says that, in John 5, 19. But just think about it. A lot of times we focus on winning people to Jesus. And that happened, but it was naturally. It was natural because Jesus was just following whatever his father wanted him to do. And so I want you to hear that this morning, that obedience is going to take us into deeper places with the Lord. If you look at John 5, 19, what I just quoted, but you look at verse 30, he says, Jesus says, for I seek not to please myself, but him who sent me. And Jesus came to seek and save the lost, but his first obedience was to his father. John 14, 21 and 23, it talks about Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. There's so much power 
that comes through love and obedience, that it literally, I want you to remember this phrase, simple obedience can change the world. The simplest of obedience can literally change situations, can change circumstances. And I believe this morning God's bringing us into an invitation to be, just say yes. Yes, Lord, I'm, I'll be obedient. I'll answer. I'll do whatever you ask me to do, Lord. And if you look at Matthew 7, you know, the, the story of the building on the rock or the sand, you know, Jesus said, if you hear these words of mine and you put them into practice, you'll be like a wise builder who built his house on the rock. You know, you ever, you ever said, Lord, I just want to go farther. I just want to go higher. I just want to go places with you. Do you know the deeper the foundation, the higher you can go? You know, if you want to build a one-story building, just dig a, a small footing, a small foundation. But if you want to build a 12-story, if you want to build a skyscraper, you got to go deep. And I believe obedience is a key to your foundation. And where the Lord is taking us, where the Lord is growing us, and the Lord, where he, where he wants us to go. <clears throat> I'm going to try to be in the words of D, brief and amazing, because it's about quarter till. So I, wanted, I want to kind of go to this story that I started thinking about when I left New Life on Thursday night. And it's in Luke 5. So if you want to go there. Verses 1 through 11, I don't know if we'll get through all of them. But as you're turning there, I want to ask you a question. I want you to kind of get ready. I'm going to read verses 1, 2, and 3. One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Genesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. So I started asking the question, what's the boat? And that's the first question I want to ask you. Has Jesus stepped into your boat and so when I started thinking about the boat, what does the boat mean? The boat was Peter's livelihood. He had a fishing business. That's, that's how he made a living. That's, people identified Peter in that boat. He was a fisherman. So this morning, has Jesus stepped into your workplace? into your dorm room, onto your campus? Is he welcome there? You know, I really believe that there's a lot of prophecies. This, this, we could see a, a billion soul harvest. And I believe it could come through the workplace. I believe it could come from where you do life every day. But Jesus stepped in to Peter's boat. 
And when he stepped in it, I, I was asking myself, why did he sit down? If I was going to preach to a large crowd of people, I would probably stand up. But it said he sat down in his boat. And what I believe, he was wanting Peter to get comfortable. He, he, wanted, he wanted Peter to know, I'm going to sit down with you, me and you, eye to eye. And then I'm going to address this crowd. And I want you to be at peace with me sitting in your boat. Because when he pushed away from shore, you know what the shoreline is? Comfort. In this room, we like to play it safe. We like to be comfortable. And it's easier just to be like verse 1 and stay one of the crowd. But what I'm asking you, has Jesus stepped in to your boat yet? Is he there? Are you aware that he's in the boat? Bless you. Are you aware that he's in the boat with you? What if you're sitting here like, well, courage, man, everybody in my boat at work's already a Christian. I don't really need to do anything. As I started preparing for this, what I realized is that I've become a little soft myself. There was a day that I, if you were breathing, I was going to tell you about Jesus. You know, I was that bold. But over time, I've become comfortable. You know, we get inside here and we get in our comfort zone and we forget there's a world out there that Jesus wants to reach. But hear me, okay? Our goal is not to try to win them to Jesus, but just to be obedient to whatever the Father asks us to do. The simplest of obediences can change the world, can change your world at work. And I believe when, when Jesus, we, when we allow him to step into our boat, there can be revival if we're willing to push away from the shore just a little bit. The second question I want to ask you How is Jesus speaking from your boat? And when I was thinking about this, I, I, I want to ask you another question. What is Jesus saying at your J-O-B? Have you thought to ask him what he wanted to say? You remember the first message? I don't know if you do the first message I ever spoke here. The Lord asked me a question as we were coming to Boone. Are you listening? And I had to be really honest, and there's times that I'm really not listening. I'm hearing, but I'm not listening. Because I'm really not sure if I want to, <laughs> want to hear what he might ask me to do. Because I've been in some situations where the Lord asked me to jump off the cliff, like jump off the high dive. I was in a freight elevator on a big job, and there was like 20 guys, and they were rough. as They, they had tattoos from their fingernail up to their ears. I mean, these dudes, some of them had been in and out of prison, and it was a, you know, a freight elevator is like really slow. And it was like on, we were doing Grandover Hotel, and it was like way up where we were going, and the Lord sent us the door shut. He said, I want you to tell all these people 
about Jesus. And I said, I'll do it, Lord. (laughs) But I did. And man, when I got finished, I was so relieved. I was like, Lord, when is that elevator going to reach the top? (laughs) But like, it all starts with simple obedience. Before I got to that, he asked me to do a lot of simple things, a lot of small things before. He asked me to do some larger and bigger things. But I believe if you're going to work, have you thought about inviting Jesus to that place where you live eight hours a day or 10 hours a day? Let's look at what work really is. Let's go to Colossians 3. It's really familiar. So if we were to look at Colossians 3, let's just, I want you to get a new perspective today on work. What you're called to do when it comes to work, where you're going, what you're doing. Colossians 3, 17. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Then he takes it a step farther. 23 and 24. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for men. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. Maybe you're in this room and you own a business. You own a store, you own a company. Maybe you're just a part-time person. Still, whatever we do, we're supposed to do it just like we're doing it for Jesus. Jesus owns it all, right? So when I go to work, I'm doing it for Jesus. My attitude, my thoughts, he owns it all. So if if he owns it all, does he have control of your business? Does he have control of the boat? Are you allowing him to take control of the boat? the job, the situation? Have you invited him there? Like when you, when you close the door to start walking towards where you're working, have you just said, come, Lord Jesus? You're welcome in this place. We know he's welcome in here. We're comfortable with him being in here, but are we comfortable with him being out there? Notice in the story how he asked Peter first, to just push out a little, bit, a little bit from shore. And then later in this story, he asked, Jesus, he asked Peter, let's go deep. Let's go out to the deep water and let's drop the nets in the deep water. And when they did, there was a huge, huge amount of fish that was brought in. So I believe sometimes it's the first small step of obedience. Let's just push away from the shore. Then the next one is let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. I want to trust you with more. I want you to be faithful with more. I want to give you more opportunities. I want to give you more things for you to walk in. But it's just one step at a time. It's just that simple obedience that can change the world. When I read, I'm pretty simple. I'm a pretty simple dude. 
I mean, I just ask questions when I'm reading. So I get to verse four and five. Let's look at that. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say, because you say so, I will let down the nets. So I was reading this and I was like, what would this story look like if Peter would have just said, you know, Lord, I'm pretty tired. I've been fishing all night. I really don't feel like doing this. So I think I'm going to pack up and go home. This story would look a lot different, wouldn't it? You ever told the Lord you just don't feel like it? You're just too tired. I'm not going to toot my horn, but I want to just tell you something I, re I really feel passionate about when we first got here, and that was prayer. And the Lord, the first thing the Lord told me to do before I did anything else was get the men of the church together and to start praying every Tuesday morning. That was my simple obedience the Lord asked of me. And I'm going to be honest with you. There's been days and nights that I've driven from High Point at one or two o'clock in the morning, put my head down on the pillow for two hours and got back up at 4.45 to be here for prayer. Not because I wanted everybody to give me a fanfare, but because the obedience is what Jesus asked me to do. Yeah, Lord, I'm tired. But Lord, I, I believe what you asked me to do is more important than me being tired. I've heard a lot of people, and I'm not, please don't, this is not condemnation, but I've heard people say, I'm just too tired. I just don't feel like it. Our feelings are getting intertwined with the obedience that God is asking of us. That's why there's a denying of self in order to be obedient to what God is asking us to do sometimes. But you know what Peter said? But because you say so, Lord, I'm going to do it. What's the Lord asking you to do? What's this? So, Lord, you said this, so I'm going to do it. Like, what are we doing? It's not about doing, it's about being but when you're with God, you just want to do what he asks you to do. It's just simple obedience to the Lord. There was one night I was at the market. It actually started that morning at 8.30 in the morning. If you don't know, I do a lot of work in High Point. I've had a business for a long time there, and I travel back there every now and then before market. 8.30 in the morning. I was getting my tools out. I was at a showroom and the Lord said, I want you to go share with this guy. Just tell him how much I love him and just, just share with him and then pray for him. And I said it, Lord, I don't really have time, Lord. I don't really feel like it. But Lord, here's what I'll do. You ever made a deal with God before? I said, I'll do it later, Lord, if you bring that person by my path. Now, you, you don't, you won't get the picture unless I tell you, but there's like 12 floors. There's over 1,200 showrooms in the IHFC building alone. So the chances of me running into that guy was like <laughs> that much. 
So I was like, maybe I got off the hook. 10.45 p.m., that was 8.30 a.m., 10.45 p.m., I'm on another floor at another showroom walking, and here comes that dude. And I'm like, oh, Lord. Okay, Lord. So I just go up to the guy, and I just stop him, and I said, hey, man, I, do you have just a minute? I just feel like I've, I really need to just share something with you of this really important. And I just did the simple thing, and I just told him how much God loved him, and God had a plan for him, and what God had done for my life. And I said, hey, man, would you care if I just pray and ask God to bless you? I mean, it was like literally like one minute, 30 seconds. He's like, sure. And you know what he said when we left? He said, this was meant to be. Maybe it was meant to be at 8.30. But it was still meant to be at 10.45. Have you ever felt like you missed it? There's always another opportunity, guys. There's so many opportunities every day for us. But we get hung up. But I think, you know, the main thing is we're just not listening. Because sometimes we're afraid of what he might ask us to do. But simple obedience can change the world. I want to read something to you. Verse 6, notice. When they had done so, that's what they had done, they were obedient. They caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. Do you see your job as a harvest field? You ever thought about the Lord might want to just fill up a boat or two at work? Like he might just really want you to invite him to, like, when was the last time you've been fishing? When was the last time we just said, Lord, I'm available today to fish, if you want me to fish? I'm available to just pray for somebody or just encourage someone. We don't have to get super religious. It might just be go up to that person and shake their hand, give them a hug. It could be so simple, but it starts with simple obedience. You ever thought of why you're going to work? Like take the money out of the picture? Yes, we've got to work to earn a living. But have you ever just thought about taking the money part out of it? And like going there with the intent to work for the Lord, to do it as unto the Lord. Just simple obedience, Lord, I'm available here today. Well, in asking you that question, I want you to go to Matthew chapter 5. And I want to read this section of scripture and I want to read it in the message version because I love the way they say it so we're going to start in verse 13 Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 let me tell you why you are here there's your answer to why you go to work let me tell you why you are here. You are here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, 
How will people taste godliness? Wow. You've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. Ouch. That's a pretty strong word. Let's keep reading. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. I love this. We're going public with this. As public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. We're supposed to be flavoring this earth, y'all. The God colors. The ta- what God really, you remember taste and see what the Lord? Well, you're the salt and the light. People need to taste. People need to see how good the Lord is. So I'm here to encourage you this morning and say, it's time for us to take Jesus to the marketplace. It's time to take Jesus everywhere we go. He's in us. His kingdom is is among us and within us. And we're supposed to be releasing the kingdom everywhere we go. Have you ever thought about it? You're representing Jesus, but you're representing him to the world. Verse 10, as we get ready to close. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. You'll catch men. And I believe that's what the Lord is saying this morning. He wants us to to go to work with this desire to catch people in his net, his kingdom net. Y'all want to stand up with us? Just close your eyes for a second, if you don't mind. Isaiah 6. He had an encounter with the Lord and how holy he was and, and how awesome he was. And the Lord said, who shall we send? Who, who will go for us? And then Isaiah, he didn't ask like all the logistics, but he just said, here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord, just send me. Like he didn't ask, he didn't question like, what's it gonna look like? Where are you taking me? Where am I going? But he just said, here I am, Lord, send me. And like I said earlier, I believe that the Lord is wanting to commission this place, you, his church, his body, 
to go into the, the workplace, to go on campus, to go into your dorm room, to go to your gym, to go to the library. If you own a business, every day you go to that place, it's his. It belongs to him. Everything about that place belongs to him. And you're gonna run it, you're gonna service it just the way he wants you to do it. We did this in the first service. There's not a lot of room in this place, but I just feel like we need to, we need to take a stand and we need to become bold in this hour, in this moment. And I want you to think about this. I want you to think about answering the Lord. Here I am. I'll go, Lord. Send me. I'm going to go to work on Monday different. I'm going to go to work and I'm going to let you get in my boat. I'm going to let you get, excuse me, all up in here. I'm going to let you have it all, you know. So you just really, in your heart, you believe it's time for you to leave the shoreline. And you need to push out from shore. Then I want you to just leave your seat. And I want you to just come to the front. Just saying to God, here I am. Here I am, Lord. You can use me. You can have me. I'm available. If that's you, just leave your seat. Just leave your place of comfort. And let's just offer our bodies. Let's just offer our, offer our lives to Jesus. So as we sing this, just, let's com, let's just ask him to commission us. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. To find out more about our ministry, visit hhcboone.org or find us on Facebook and Instagram at Harvest House Church Boone.